Hello and welcome to the Disc Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Today, for a very special episode, I am joined by Josh from Let's Start a Cult Podcast. How you doing? Good, how are you yourself? Oh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. I'm very excited to have you on the show. Uh, for today, we watched Suicide Squad. Okay, so uh, what'd you think of the movie? Uh, not, not my favorite movie. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, if I'm, if I'm being honest, probably my least favorite movie. Uh, very disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Is this the first time you saw it? No, I've seen it. Uh, I saw it when it was in theaters with some friends. And I remember walking out of the theater avidly mad that I paid for the movie. Like, yeah. <laughs> like just, just like, I, and I've never done that before. I walked out of a movie and been upset like i've been bored coming out of movie theaters before but never never frustrated or angry at paying for a movie (laughs) what if i told you this movie won an oscar oh that would shock and anger me more (laughs) yeah i just i just saw it as i was like sitting here i just typed it in it won an oscar for best makeup Okay. That's very strange. I guess. <laughs> she, like, her makeup's <laughs> running the whole movie. Like, I don't know. I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I guess, like, Killer Croc was, like, his makeup was pretty well done. That's his name, right? Killer Croc? Yeah. So, I, I guess, I don't know how, what other movies were going on at that time, so it might not have been a strong makeup yeah. competition, but that's <laughs> uh, fine. I guess if it was with a window Oscar for anything, I guess I'd give it that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, that's... <laughs> I think the soundtrack deserved a Grammy because the soundtrack was awesome. There's so much like good music in this movie and they really it, leaned on that. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was good music. But the issue was how they used it. Like it was just so classic trope. Like, oh, you got <laughs> you're flying an helicopter. What is it like rising sun or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah. or something it's almost like just to a T it's hitting the tropes like with the with the songs it played it was good music but I mean yeah I don't know if I've ever seen like an action movie with a helicopter scene that that song didn't play like (laughs) it's in every helicopter scene for some reason by law in Hollywood it has to be played (laughs) (laughs) so yeah the the soundtrack was bitching I was pretty into the soundtrack but like it is visually very pretty it's a very pretty movie and the soundtrack is good but that's pretty much where all of my happy criticisms stop and things go a little bit on the negative side yeah you so you think it's a pretty looking movie i mean it's what you elaborate yeah, yeah i don't know if you're a, are you a comic book nerd at all um i dabble mostly with marvel though not not necessarily dc so gotcha. i guess i don't that area yeah there was like scott snyder is like my favorite writer for dc but these movies are definitely like they nail the comic book tone of like the suicide squad comics and stuff so like that's what i think dc the last couple years since they rebooted like i feel like they're really nailing the visual aesthetic of what their comics look like but it's okay. it's definitely one of the best things I can say about <laughs> these movies. <laughs> so, but like I think they nailed that. Like they got exactly how it's supposed to look in their like comic book universe. But the fact that most of it's like cartoons is a little off putting. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, what? Because when I watched the movie, it, it it had like quite a it had a dark feel about it. I guess, which is what probably what they're going for with with the dc is that is that correct yeah like uh, uh <laughs> like it's, comic books. everything is shiny but it's also somehow grimy yeah yeah that's a very good description actually yeah so i guess to your uh, maybe to your average listener it's like oh, okay it's it, it's all right but i guess if you're coming out from comic book it's probably like what it's supposed to look like in your mind so yeah that's fair i could i could see that yeah so, yeah, visually it's pretty good until you get to some of the characters because I think they saw all these young rappers coming up and they're like, you know what's going to be in? Face tattoos. Everyone gets <laughs> face tattoos. <laughs> you get one. You get one. <laughs> <laughs> you get a Grim Reaper on your forehead and you get the word damaged on your forehead. And it's Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. The whole Joker thing. What did you think of the Joker thing? Yeah, I have... <sighs> 
it's too bad because I think it could have been well executed. I know it was controversial with how they went with this kind of Joker, but I think I think if they had give it give it his own movie or made him the bad guy, I think that would have been kind of cool. Because I just don't think he had a place in the movie, so it kind of felt pointless and stupid. So, yeah. <laughs> especially with all the tattoos that were like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 he's the, he's the Joker, I get it, like, I get the tattoos. But, uh, yeah, it just it just felt like it was out of place and almost just like it should have been its own plot line when it just kind of wasn't, it just wasn't anything. <laughs> Yeah, they said that they had enough footage of Joker and Harley Quinn that they filmed for this movie that they could have made a separate movie that was just Joker and Harley Quinn. So a lot of stuff ended up on the cutting room floor, apparently. But I would rather him not have been in this movie and done that movie. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a good point. It would have been a way better movie. Well, and it could have, like, that was, I think, the issue with this movie was it had too many plot points that never... Uh, never came to a close. I guess it just had a bunch of plot points that just were like too many, too many characters. Like Marvel did it properly, where they had everyone established in their own movies beforehand, and then they came together in these movies and complemented each other. Whereas DC was like, "That's a good idea. <laughs> we'll just throw all these characters in right at the beginning." And uh, well, not even the beginning. Like it's still like halfway through the movie when you're getting introduced to like Katana, isn't it? it it's late in the movie when they're like, oh, this is Katana. She can kill you with her sword. <laughs> yeah, she she showed up like last of all the supervillains slash heroes. Yeah. She's, I don't understand why she hangs out with them like throughout the movie. There's many places <laughs> where she could rather be and like with a bunch of m- Marines and shit. Like she could totally be yeah. with them. But she's like, I want to sit next to the people I hate and have a drink in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. So... I don't know. It just felt like it was just rushed because there were so many characters that were trying to plug into this movie right at once that you've never been introduced to. Or, well, like a lot of people, like comic book people are probably like, oh, I know who that is. Like, I know. But but regular people are just like, holy, this is a lot of information to process in half an hour. Yeah. Um, Even I who read the comics, I didn't know who like two thirds of the people in this movie were. So, like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm into them, but I'm not that into it. So, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I I do have a character that I think. Do you remember? You know, Slipknot, the yeah, <laughs> Spider Man kind of guy. I guess yeah. he, I don't even know what to describe. Like you see him for five seconds, and then <laughs> so you do some like. <laughs> Yeah, they give everyone else this like super in in depth like introduction, like like basically all their own small movie within the movie, and then they're just like, oh, and that's Slipknot, and you're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally five minutes into the city, he tries to zip away and just blows his head off, and I, like I I I remember in the theater, I I just vocally out loud, I laughed, I laughed because <laughs> I thought it was so ridiculous. I was like, there's no way to just get this guy off. And it was just like the movie made like just was like don't you don't have to care about this character yeah he's not important <laughs> we're not even gonna give him the time of day <laughs> yeah, we just want you so, to know their heads can explode like that's the whole point of it yeah. but like they should have I don't know I'm telling them what they should have done their billion dollar company but they should <laughs> they probably should have uh, had a character that it meant something a little bit where everyone was like oh shit like yeah. <laughs> things are real but. Instead, they were like, here's a guy we don't even know. You met him five seconds ago. He's dead now. Like, <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was a it was a pretty funny little bait and switch for sure. They were like, here he goes. He's going to be awesome. No, he's not. But <laughs> <laughs> it since you, like, compared him to Spider-Man, actually, that kind of transitions us to, like, the reason this movie exists is because the, like, Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans the next one in their like series was going to be called the sinister six, which is just oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, like a whole bunch of Spider-Man bad guys team up. So DC was like, we want to do that. And then like <laughs> all the Spider-Man feuding started. So DC was like, Oh, well we're, we're doing this now. Like the whole thing no, was no. super rushed, <laughs> super rushed. 
Yeah, because they they recut it again, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They they had the movie and then they went back, shot more scenes, and then recut the movie again, right? I believe that is the case. Yeah, and I got the Blu-ray. That's the extended cut, and it's over two hours long. <laughs> like, the whole movie. I'm like, I can't believe this is still happening. <laughs> oh no, that's way too long to sit through that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was expecting it to be an hour and a half, and it was two hours and 20 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Does it add anything to the movie? Like, anything important? Nothing important, but you do get a lot more Joker in it. Mm, okay. Yeah. So is, is it better that way, then, or is it worse? It just or feels same. like, it just feels pointless that he's in the movie still. <laughs> it just goes through their love affair, and he's like, no, I don't want you. And then, like, eventually he's like, okay, I do want you. And, like, that's the whole point of it. It's... They added like 45 minutes to this movie just so they Jesus. could put that in it. <laughs> so I, I take back my original statement of they should have made that a whole movie. It sounds like they should have just not have made it at all. <laughs> I mean, if they gave it like the script it deserved, it would be one thing, but it was, there's, it doesn't add much to this movie for no, sure. <laughs> no. But uh, so, what did you think of the, uh, I guess, I don't even know if I'd call it the main plot line because there's a few main plot lines because they set up the team as if it, they're the, people who are going to take down Superman, which is ridiculous because they're not. (laughs) They're definitely not, yeah. Yeah, they're like, what if Superman goes rogue and takes the president or something like that? And it's like, well, he's going to get away with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This team of, what, like a a linebacker uh, with with like crocodile skin and a guy can shoot really well, they're going to beat Superman? I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, Superman would fucking kill all of them. Oh, easily. With one hand tied behind his back. <laughs> and it, it, it was just a ridiculous setup to why they need this team. And also, where are the heroes in this? Because they're like Batman, I assume, is still around. Superman, I assume, is still around. Why aren't they fighting this? I think it happened after Batman versus Superman. So, like, Superman is quote unquote dead. And, um, uh, and this is like the most Ben Affleck Batman that you get <laughs> out of all the movies is in this movie. And he just stands there for most of it. So yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. a scene in this movie where I was like, oh my God, is Batman trying to rape Harley Quinn? Because they like crash into the water and he can't move his neck with the way that the bat suit is. So he pulls her out of the water and he like looks around like, oh, nobody's watching me. And then he goes to give her mouth to mouth. But it looks like he's just diving on her to make out with her. And uh, no. <laughs> I was just like, I no, Batman, rapey Batman, <laughs> no. <laughs> Rapey Batman, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a t-shirt or something. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I'm gonna miss Ben Affleck Batman. I'm gonna say it. it's gonna be controversial, but he was funny. <laughs> it was he was an interesting Batman. He's actually coming back now that they're talking about Justice League too, and he's like, all of them are like, we're in. Like we thought that this was gonna happen, and everyone fired us. But they're apparently rehired now. So, yeah, there's going to be another Justice League with Ben Affleck, Batman, and shit. Jeez, that, that's cool. Okay, I'm, I'm in for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be weird with Robert Pattinson running around, too, though. I don't understand where that's going to fit in the timeline, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, he's new Batman. They did say yeah. that Michael Keaton signed into it, so I'm pretty sure that, like, the new Flash movie, they're going to establish, like, multiple universes so they're gonna have like michael keaton batman and they're gonna probably have christian bale batman and all that so like they're all gonna be in this movie that's like twists everything up so confusing it's gonna be really confusing (laughs) (laughs) i'm excited to see it if it's bad i can can come back on we can rip into that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i feel like i interrupted you were you saying that you like ben affleck batman Batfleck. Yeah, I like I like Batfleck. He's uh, he's funny. Uh, not not as much as like like I like him in a different way to like Christian Bale or or or, or any of the other Batmans because he's just he's just different and I, I I like the difference, but uh, not 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 a good difference sometimes, but yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and, and yeah, him in this movie kind of felt pointless. Yes, the whole montage felt pointless. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> like, they could have more, much more subtly introduced the characters and who they were without the half an hour montage of what's her name again? It's uh, 
Harley Quinn? No, 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 the main, the general. Oh, uh, Flag's girlfriend, the Enchantress? Waller, Waller. Waller. Oh, Waller, General yes. Waller. Yeah, yeah, when she's just, like, listing off the names of the characters, and then it goes into their montage, and it's like, uh, okay, well, this is, they're like their own mini-movies, and it just, like, kind of breaks the flow of the movie, because by 45 minutes in, you're not into the main plot line yet. <laughs> Which is weird. Yeah. At the same time, though, I understand, like, since people don't read the comics and stuff, which I expect a vast majority of people who saw this movie don't, the it mm-hmm. like it's like, hey, Captain Boomerang is a guy that apparently the Flash caught at some point. Like, it was it was fun True. little cameos in it, but overall, like, it they didn't need to be that long. It almost would have been better if they like only like explained it by word of mouth, added a little intrigue to each of the characters, but yeah. Like, like they, they could have had it like, yeah, they're them making fun of each other. Maybe when they're when they're bantering, you could be like, oh, at least I wasn't caught by the flash or something like that. Yeah. Like, like, obviously better, better scripting than that. But something like that, where you have them establishing the the lore and like how they were caught within the movie rather than making separate movies to put in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that would have saved them a lot of a uh, lot of recording days. They give everyone all these elaborate backstories except for Killer Croc and they're just like that's a crocodile man. Like <laughs> they yeah. don't explain yeah, him that, at all. <laughs> that, yeah, they don't even they don't explain how he got it, right? He just kind of Killer Croc. Yeah, the, he just <laughs> is a crocodile man. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. I almost forget he's in the movie, to be honest. Yeah, he he doesn't play much of a role, and every time he talks, it's stupid. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's there's like two two to three people that I'm like, oh, I like when I think of Suicide Squad, it's Harley Quinn, Dead, um, no, I almost said Deadpool. That's wrong. Deadshot, um, and, and then uh, sometimes I think of of Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. Mm. But the rest of the squad, where it's like, yeah, Killer Croc, I forget about. Uh, katana i'll forget about uh and then i always forget about the uh the fire guy <laughs> i always forget about him i forget about but, him too uh, until like the end like i think about the end of the movie i'm like oh yeah he turns into a stupid tiki god for no yeah, reason at all <laughs> <laughs> for no for no description he's just a god now and then he's dead yeah and they don't even really address that he died they're just like yeah he's dead now like, they don't even <laughs> yeah. talk about it, do they? No, they don't get <laughs> upset about it. They're just like, oh, he's dead now, and we're down the big boss. Now it's time for the video game-esque final battle here. Yeah. <laughs> Different phases. It, it kind of, yeah, yeah. We're, we've got to get the heart. We've got to get the heart, which was... I, the whole witch... Uh, like the, I don't know. I have a, the whole witch plot is ridiculous to me. It's yes. almost like they couldn't think of a bad guy, so they were like... Like, they didn't want to go with Joker or someone else as the bad guy. So they're like, this person, like, uh, I'll start from the beginning. So the witch, the, the witch is the, like, the main thing they build the team around. They're like, we have the witch, we have her heart, we can control her. Let's build a team around her that of bad guys that can defeat Superman in this world, I guess. I don't know. And, uh, and so they show the heart working, controlling her. And then it kind of just stops working, like uh, stabbing the heart no longer works and she gets away with her brother. (laughs) (laughs) It it just seemed like a weak, uh, like, I don't know exactly what it, like, it just, it just felt poorly executed. Like I thought they all thought said that the heart would work and then all of a sudden it's not controlling her that well. And she just now the bad guy. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, didn't, <Yeah. laughs> I didn't realize this was what's happening. <laughs> yeah, the flag guy, like, I don't I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about the enchantress. But like <laughs> the put like she claims that she gave, made them like fall in love and it was a strategic move. And it's like that is the least strategic move you possibly yeah. could have made with a terrible terrible bad guy be like oh and her handler they're in love so that means i can control them like yeah <laughs> <make> <laughs> not sense. at all <laughs> so yeah i mean i thought that they cast amanda waller pretty well because she's supposed to be oh, like yeah. so big and fat that she could like punch them out so like 
I don't think she looked like that though, but I think that the actress who played her was fucking badass. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I love her from uh, How to Get Away with Murder, a great show, and she's excellent. Like that that's one thing I'll say they did nail with like Will Smith and her and, and um uh, Margot Robbie. They they nailed those those characters like perfectly. Yeah. And uh it, so it's nothing on the actors. Like the actors did as well as I think they could have in the situation. Um, but to be fair, Will Smith and Harley and uh, Margot Robbie, I keep calling her Harley Quinn, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's just in my mind, that's who she is. She played it so well. Yeah. But uh, they 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 have the room to breathe because they're the big name actors, whereas the other guys are like, oh, they're just I don't know who they are. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't stick out in my mind. But I don't know. Like she she definitely did well, and and she was definitely the perfect person to cast for that. But her role was confusing at points when they were like, you have to save uh, or you have to go, they have to go into the city to save this thing that we're not going to tell you what it is. And then they get there and it's Waller. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why was that a secret? Why? Yeah. You could have <laughs> just said. <laughs> yeah. You have to come and save me. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like it, it didn't make any sense. And then doesn't she kill her? team that's in the room with her yeah she just ices them because they don't have clearance to know what's going on it's like they just helped you but survive make, <laughs> yeah but well and that doesn't make any sense how what were they doing there then what like if it wasn't for this team like th- this has got to be the team that's helping her build the team right otherwise what are they doing what's yeah. their job <laughs> they just like understand. they just type that's it their, their whole job is to type and look concerned <laughs> and ask questions every once in a while but i don't know like they they clearly know about the the mission and and the team and she's just like had to kill him why why did you do that how do you still have your job that's illegal (laughs) she's yeah she's a scary bitch that's for sure and then like in response to her just killing like seven people dead shots like that's a mean lady like what? All the one-liners in this movie are so bad. <laughs> That's one thing I did miss that Marvel mostly nails is the comic relief. It just had like really either dark humor that wasn't super funny or it was just like, yeah, just lines like that that were just like, well, that's not funny at all. Like, that's just a yeah, bad line. <laughs> just ham fisting, like, just, oh, yeah, this is uh, this is going to be our, our series of one-liners for this character. Put them in in the right places in the movie. There were a couple moments where Harley Quinn made me laugh, but overall, I was just like, this is just like, yeah. this is like Batman Forever from the 90s, where <laughs> it's just one-liners <laughs> all over the place. One line, yeah, because they were like, oh, that's what makes Marvel good, is the one-liners. Let's see how many we can fit in. <laughs> and they just slapped a bunch in there. But uh, yeah, and actually speaking of what could have been comic relief, uh, do you remember, um, I think his name is, he's the guard at the beginning. I think his name is Griggs or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's introduced like, he could be like a guy, like a guard who they like rib and they have like a funny playful banter kind of thing. And he's like well established in the beginning of the movie when they're, like introducing the characters and then all of a sudden it cuts to him torturing them <laughs> it's like yeah. well i don't like this guy now <laughs> I don't like this guy at all he's just he's just not a good person <laughs> i i just didn't get like they could have made him like a softer kind of like funny man almost like a comic relief where he and maybe he can't comes with them on the trip but uh, for some reason i don't know why the guard would but yeah. they could have made it uh, where he was maybe the comic relief and then maybe they become friends later on and it could have been a whole minor plot line where they he realizes they're actual people as well and maybe he shouldn't treat them like shit but instead it's just like no he tortures them in the beginning and then uh he says goodbye to them at the, at the front gates <laughs> and that's it we never see him again in the uh the extended cut he plays more of a role that he like helps joker get in to like to help find them and shit but overall, oh. yeah, he. I just know him as that dude from Mad TV. Do you guys have Mad TV up there in Canada? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do, we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just know him as that guy from Mad TV who happens to be getting really good movie roles for some reason. And uh, yeah. he, like, I didn't hate him. Like, him being as sadistic as them kind of 
puts them in check and like keeps them in the prison. So like if he was a big softy, it would not have made sense. But at the same time, I hear what you're saying that like he's extremely unlikable. But that's kind of how I feel about all of the characters in this movie. That's fair. That's fair. I guess I guess my biggest thing with torturing was like um, it almost felt unrealistic that they would then be willing to help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they've been treated so poorly and tortured that why would they help the state if that's how they're being treated? Like it feels like they would go against them more than help them. I guess, I guess they didn't have a choice necessarily, but at the same time, it just, it just felt like a, a weird, I don't know what you'd call it dynamic, I guess. And it felt like it could have been softened a little bit to be more playful rather than, uh, dark, but as you said, I guess that's the whole point of the movie. No one can be a good guy in that movie. It's what they're going for. So. Yeah, not even the good guys can be good guys. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I think I feel like he was one of the better written characters just in general because like, there is no backstory to Killer Croc, and all he says are one-liners. Like that's it, and he's the one who like. <laughs> They have a team full of people to swim, and then they have a human crocodile or whatever, and they're like, you know what? Let's send the humans. Like, what? (laughs) Doesn't make no damn sense. So I'm glad he stepped up and was like, hey, did you guys know I'm the killer croc and I can swim real good? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He is definitely more developed than the other characters, but that also makes me more angry when he's not in the movie as much because it's like, well, this is one character I can kind of understand. He's a bit more developed out, and then they just leave him. He's never seen him again. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess in the extended edition, he is, but um, he isn't in it much. It it's it's all no. just like, did you guys know I'm black? I like BT, and like is is just all like just really. I don't know. I heard someone say ham fisted the other day and I want to use it as much as humanly possible, but it really super applies to the writing of this terrible, terrible fucking movie. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of it's to do with the cuts as well. Like a lot of the cuts are just poorly done and almost jarring at some points. They're just like, so it'll be like a tense moment. And so good example, right at the end when we're doing the boss fight, and Harley Quinn's at the right in front of the witch, and she's like, you know, you hurt my friend or killed whatever she says. Yeah. And she like slashes her with the katana, takes her heart out, and it cuts immediately to who's the soldier guy again? I even I forget his name. He's just his name is Flag. He has a hat with a flag on it. I think that's just like to remind yeah. you. <laughs> the bland white guy. That soldier yeah. white guy. That's all I see. <laughs> but. Uh, he's just he's like it cuts right to him as soon as she takes the heart out and it's like the heart's out we can end this and it's like yeah we know like we all understand what the heart means <laughs> you didn't have to cut to that it just was so jarring it pulls you right out of the scene where it's like this big dramatic like harley's standing up for her friends now and and then it just like they have we have the heart <laughs> it's like, yeah we all know that we can see it yeah, <laughs> we, we, were, say we it. were all right here like we know <laughs> we don't need to talk about it my girlfriend happened to walk in right at the end of this movie and she sat down and we were just laughing out loud at how like ridiculous the end of the movie is. She's like throwing a gun in slow motion while all this other shit is going on. Like what? (laughs) Also, so yeah, so she throws the gun there, but she's not holding the heart anymore is what I noticed. So she just like, she pulls the heart out and then, it's gone i don't like and then she's throwing a gun to someone it's like yeah. well where's the heart and then it cuts to i think it's isn't it captain boomerang that just picks it up somewhere that we don't have no any idea where it is yeah. he's just like like it's just that weird cutting where it's like i have no idea what's going on right now or where anyone is or anything like I, the main the main plot device is gone and i have no idea where it is yeah and it just, it's just jarring and like yeah that's all i can say about the cutting anyway <laughs> yeah you're like they don't keep their eye on the ball like if mm-hmm. it's it's easy to, when you sit and watch basketball it's really easy to lose track of it because they're all faking each other out and shit when you're yeah. making a movie and you're planning each and every shot you should definitely like keep in mind the most important artifact whatever it is if it's a heart or whatever like whatever the most important <laughs> thing is you should make sure that the audience knows where it is <laughs> yeah they just do exactly. not do that in this movie at all <laughs> not even close <laughs> um there was one one more plot device that i could think of that 
coming into this. Um, so you know Captain uh, Boomerang, his his main. Uh, do they call it a fetish? Is that his fetish? His unicorn or whatever? His pink unicorn? Uh, I believe the phenomenon is called Brony. It's like grown men <laughs> who watch My Little Pony. <laughs> There's a whole documentary on Netflix. It's fucking hilarious of bronies going to a convention in Baltimore. Oh my God. It's so funny. They're all singing little girl songs and stuff. Anyway. So I, I believe that's what they were going for was suggesting he was a brony. Okay. 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 I, Cause for me, I was like, what is this pink unicorn? And it never gets established. what nope. it's for. He, <laughs> he puts it in his coat and it's like, okay, cool. Like, it's going to be some sort of plot device later on and then even in one of the fights i think he loses it and then it shows him putting it back in his jacket again and in my mind i'm like it's going to be important some somewhere down the line i'm a smart audience member i know yeah <laughs> i know something's going to happen nope. and then nothing <laughs> and then nothing I, I never see it or hear about it again and to to a point where i think you get stabbed in in the left side somewhere when he's fighting one of the guys in the building and pulls out a wad of money where I'm like, you could have easily made that a pink unicorn and that could have easily just been its plot. Like that would have been it. <laughs> that would have been a satisfying ending. And yeah. they, they were just like, a oh, silly stuffed animal won't stop a knife. Here's a wad of money. <laughs> well, where'd the wad of money come from? <laughs> yeah. Where's the unicorn? <laughs> yeah. And we never see it again. Yeah, it just left me so confused. And I don't know if that, maybe that was a cutting thing where they were like, they, they maybe they shot that scene first and then they were like, oh, the pink unicorn would be funny if we made him like, yeah, whatever, a brony or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so they just shove it in later, but they ham fisted in. There you go. There you go. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> If these characters don't have cameos in the upcoming superhero movies since they're making Justice League 2 in the Flash movie, like, these characters have to show up in them or else this movie is really fucking pointless. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're doing it number two, aren't they? Uh, That's what they say. They made the Harley Quinn movie, the Birds of Prey movie. I don't know if you saw that. It is equally not good. It is... (laughs) It's uh the same movie except for not everyone is a bad guy. Like that's the whole thing is, uh, is not great. Is anyone from this movie in it? Because I so I so this movie turned me off of a lot of DC movies. I'll be honest, I haven't seen a, um, all of them yet. I haven't seen Aquaman or uh, one of the other ones because Batman versus Superman in this movie turned me off of DC. I was like, okay, these are all shit movies. <laughs> They're all gonna be terrible. Oh, you didn't see Justice League then? Uh, I did watch Justice. Sorry, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Because because Wonder Woman, I like Wonder Woman, so I was like, she's gonna be in it. I'll watch that. Yeah. But uh, beyond that, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not worth it. I don't blame you. Justice League is half decent. It's not a bad movie, but yeah, the like this movie definitely would have been enough to turn me off to DC if I like. I'm just a huge <laughs> Batman fan. That's like my thing. Is I just I read hundred page batman graphic novels and shit and more than 100 but you get the point like big long ones yeah, yeah, yeah. like i'm into batman batman's rad and these are all batman <laughs> characters so i'm like this should be a good movie god damn it <laughs> like what does this movie it have just, to be yeah. so shitty <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i guess uh so my question before was uh, is there anyone in birds of prey that comes from this movie besides harley quinn um besides harley quinn i don't think well wait all the female characters, I think, come back. Like, uh, Katana, I think, comes back at one okay. point. And, uh, yeah. Like, so, what's the, what's the premise of that movie? Uh, the premise of that movie is that Harley Quinn dumps the Joker. So, she's on her own, and she's, like, finding herself as a woman. And she okay. ends up adopting a hyena for whatever reason. She, like, befriends <laughs> a little pickpocket girl. And then that girl picks the wrong person's pocket and now Ewan McGregor's after him, and he's trying to kill him, and that's the whole movie is Ewan McGregor is chasing wow. them, and Ewan McGregor's fucking wild. He's a great actor, but it is not a good movie. <laughs> oh no, that's too bad. I like him too. <laughs> yeah, it's it it uh yeah it it goes about the way you'd think it would. He chases him, he fails, she kills him. The end. Like it's not a great movie. So okay, well I, yeah, maybe I'll watch it, but you're not yeah. selling it to me yeah so. it's, it's, i'm not selling it well but uh at the moment 
I think this is actually a pretty good space for us to take a brief break for people to hear some ads and some other good stuff, fan shout outs, so on and so forth. We will be right back to talk more about Suicide Squad. Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real, recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better, informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative source for good, and that is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring listeners 10 or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind, that's podgo.co slash kind, kind bar, creating a kinder and healthier world, one act, one snack at a time. Greetings, fellow geeks. I'm Chris Melvin, one of the hosts of the Geek Peak Podcast, where we make it our mission to take you to the summit of pop culture with the best content recommendations from around the interwebs. Whether that's a new show you've slept on, your next favorite movie you're on the fence about seeing, a new track that jams, or what your next happy hour cocktail is going to be, the Geek Peak has you covered. Available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Trying to think of good things I could say about the movie, but there is not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot at all. <laughs> like I said, the acting is from from the main actors pretty good. Like you got Margot Robbie, Will Smith, they gave a pretty good performance. And then Amanda Waller. I don't I always forget her name as an actress, but uh, it's at the tip of my tongue. But anyway, uh, she does really well. And um, yeah, other than that, there's not a lot of good things to say about the movie. Oh, so you saw, okay, so you saw Justice League, we've established now. I don't understand why electricity explosions are a must, because I think that's probably an incredibly rare circumstance, and it's in all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's in Spider-Man too, isn't it? Uh, With Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Or Electro, is that his name? Electro, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of, I guess it's just an effects thing, they like to to do it it's <laughs> i don't know why it's a mandatory thing but electric fire like it's it's in all of yeah. these dc movies and like the bad guy from this movie looks almost exactly the same as the bad guy from justice league so it's like are we supposed to assume they're associated like do you remember what the bad guy from justice league looked like yeah uh, I like i said i watched it in theaters when it came out <laughs> and then i haven't watched Zack Snyder, all of his movies end the same fucking way. Like, everything is, like, kind of cool and gritty looking and, like I said, shiny but grimy. All right, cool, I'm in. And then the end just takes place 100% in a green screen where the sky is orange and, like, <laughs> the the ground is just moving for no reason and there's, like, asteroids and shit. Like, there's no reason yeah. every Zack Snyder movie ends that way. Even, like, the Dawn of the Dead movie he made at one point. Like, they're running away and the sky is orange <laughs> and it's, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. That's the only way you can, you can think of to do dramatic endings has to be over the top (laughs) yeah and like it just looks to me like oh you guys are making it a cartoon at the end i guess that's okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, also i just looked him up and he does look shockingly like yeah i remember him now he does look shockingly like the bad guy in in um suicide squad it's almost yeah like they just recycled the same shit there's no reason they're completely unrelated (laughs) so yeah is is the horns thing, is that like, they're like, oh, it's the devil. Is that kind of the, like, every bad guy goes with that, right? Like, I mean, Loki had it. I guess, yeah. Like, it seems like all the bad guys have helmets with horns. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, is it just in, like, a, uh, I don't know what the word is, but 
like a comparison to the devil. They're like, yo, you're the bad guy. You have to have horns. I guess so. And like masks that have skulls on them also seem like they're important. To yeah. Them. This is a bad guy. Don't you know that? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the co-bad guy, which is the, the brother in this in Suicide Squad, he's he's just chilling on. Is It's Amanda Waller's shelf he's just chilling on, right? Like the statue. And she just doesn't tell anyone about yeah, it, even though she has to know what it does, right? Like, with all the lore. Yeah, she just has it on a shelf. Meanwhile, she's sitting there with a gun and a suitcase <laughs> with the heart in it next to her her in bed. But then she's going to just leave that chilling on a yeah. bookshelf somewhere? Like, it doesn't make any and, sense. And You're right. It's so easy for her to get. <laughs> she just pops into her, her apartment, steals it, and then boom, we get another bad guy. <laughs> it's like... All right. Yeah. Uh, who is this? Like, it was so jarring to me because I was like, okay, what? I was watching the movie. I was like, okay, these guys are the good. Like, they're going to be the good team with the witch, uh, Harley Quinn. Like, this is the this is the team. And then the witch is bad. I'm like, all right, pivot. Witch is bad. Teams fighting the witch. I got it. This is easy. I can follow this. Joker's in. Is Joker the bad guy? Maybe Joker's the bad guy. Maybe they team up with with the witch. Maybe the witch and Joker do bad things, and Harley Quinn has a do I go with the Joker moment? Like, no, that's not it. That's just an end. That story just ends. He crashes a helicopter <laughs> and lives somehow. And then and then the brother comes out of almost nowhere, and it's like, oh, who's who's the bad guy? Tell me who's the bad guy. Is it? We're about an hour and twenty minutes into this, and I don't know who's who they're fighting or who the good guys are. And it's yeah. not like it's a moral conundrum, <laughs> it's just a confusion thing. <laughs> yeah, I have written down, like, the scene where the brother comes back is kind of cool because he, like, just starts <laughs> fucking everybody up in the su- in the subway. But then electric explosions happen, and I'm like, oh, you lost me at electric explosions. Yeah. <laughs> there doesn't need to be bolts of lightning I and like fireballs. Up until this point in the movie, you were like, I'm okay with everything. And then you're like electric fire what is this <laughs> this is bullshit <laughs> yeah it's it kind of just jumped onto my list of complaints <laughs> but like it was like oh this is such a cool scene like i'm into it and there was like just this fleeting moment this of enjoyment yeah yeah <laughs> speaking of fireballs the the fiery guy he like when he gets mad and he like torches the whole floor of that building to kill all the bad guys and shit they're just like cool and then they just keep going up in a building that has a fiery inferno in one of the mid floors. <laughs> like you, you go down, you yeah. don't go up. Like this is so stupid. They just ignore the fact they, the building they just is ignore, burning down. Uh, regular everyday fire protocol. <laughs> you get out of the building that's burning. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he doesn't care. He's already on fire, but yeah, but like everyone else should. Like smoke inhalation yeah, and shit well, exactly. is real. <laughs> Actually, I his character could have been very well done. I, I think. His his setup where he accidentally he kills his family I think is right that's what it does basically yeah so it's a kind of a sad character mm-hmm. but I I don't like that his character has already completed by the time we meet him he's like oh yeah I'm just chill with like I've, I've made peace with myself and it's like okay well your character arc's done then like you're you're no longer like in turmoil yeah. or and like his turmoil is he doesn't want to fight anyone and then. As soon as they get into a fight, he just fucking kills a bunch of people. He's just like, oh, I'm cool with it now. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, like, he doesn't. No what, what's the movie trying to tell me about this moral dilemma that I, I just I couldn't wrap my head around it? But it would have been maybe cooler if he was still haunted, like if it was still an issue for him. He wasn't at peace quite with himself of, of that he killed his family, and then maybe at the end of the movie he makes peace and then sacrifices himself. But he kind of already made peace. When he was in jail, so I don't. I didn't understand that part. Yeah, and everyone gives him so much shit in the bar scene. They're like, "How dare you kill children?" It's like you're all bad yeah. guys. You blow up buildings and shit. Like, are you really concerned about this dude's two kids? Like, it, you're bad guy. Bad guys don't give a shit. But they had to be like, we need to have some like the audience needs to kind of like them. So no kids and no women. It's like. But I just saw him punch a woman out a second ago, and now he's like, "I don't kill women." <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no. Uh, yeah, it's like they they have the moral high ground. But it's like, well, you're Harley Quinn. You have definitely killed people, and you're dating the Joker, who's probably way worse than this dude. So I, I don't understand where what soapbox <laughs> you're standing on to tell him he's the bad guy. 
when he was it, it was an accident, right? He just got like mad and then it exploded kind of thing. That's how I pictured it. It doesn't really show it. Yeah. He got in, they show it yeah. in the extended version. He gets into a fight with his wife because she's like, you can't run the streets anymore. I'm taking the kids. And then he just like burns wow. the house down. So he it's just cause he's mad. But at the same time, like then he regrets it because it's everything that she wanted to have happen. Blah, blah, blah. But either way, really surface level writing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I, I just feel like he could have been a very well, like, it could he could have been used better. I think is is what I'm saying. Like, to for a character that I always forget is there because the first fight in two he doesn't fight, and then all of a sudden he's just burning people, and then like, about, yeah. <laughs> like I just forget about him a lot of the time because I'm like, oh yeah, this fire dude's here, and he saves the day, but no, no one, literally, no one cares. <laughs> So the name of this show is The Disc Dump. And the reason that it's called The Disc Dump is I have all these movies on DVD and Blu-ray and all these games and all these CDs and shit, but everything is available online. And some of the things I don't even like that much and I don't know why I own them. So the whole premise (laughs) is, is it worth keeping or should I just get rid of it? So I think that we're probably on the same page with this one. What do you think? Do you think I should keep it or I should dump it? So... Well, I, I never want to tell someone to get rid of their stuff, but but uh, I don't know. It, it it's a bad movie. It's probably yeah, like I said, probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched. And I yeah. I do <laughs> I do like watching bad movies, but ones that almost are so bad that it's comical. You know what I mean? And this one doesn't quite make it there. It's just so bad that it's disappointing. I guess. So I would I would go with the dump it for sure. <laughs> Between all of those excellent points you just made and the fact that I can watch it on HBO forever now, like they just own this movie. So, and I have HBO or even if I don't, I can spend $15 and get HBO right back. So (laughs) it's like, why would I own? And I own this like super deluxe. I have two DVD versions of it, two Blu-ray versions of it and a bonus disc. And it's like all in this one regular Blu-ray box. I'm like, why are there so many discs in here? <laughs> so, like the extended version. There's more discs cut. characters were in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like five fucking discs. So there is no reason I need to continue to own this. So I think that we are going to dump it for sure. Nice. So um, let's talk about your show a little bit. Uh, I love your show. I think it's fantastic. I know you're in your fledgling years of uh, podcasting, but... I really enjoy your show. Um, you want to tell the audience what it's all about? Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we're fledging, fledgling months, I guess would be more accurate. <laughs> we're only a couple months old. But uh, yeah, we, we, we're called Let's Start a Cult. Um, I focus on cults, uh, tell a little, little bit about the backstory of the cult uh, leader and how the cult came to be. Um, so it's kind of a true crime history-ish podcast. Uh, I have guests on and we have great conversations about, uh, you know, like in our Heaven's Gate episode, we talked about whether Space Jam was the cause of Heaven's Gate. So <laughs> I listened to that one today. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, an interesting conspiracy, but uh, plausible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's a mix of informative and uh, joking conspiracy and, um, yeah, definitely definitely check it out uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts spotify apple uh apple Podcasts, stitcher just type in let's start a cult uh, and we'll pop up there it's oh man i love your show it's so fun because a you have good guests on you guys are all funny you, you <laughs> jive really well together and you like you do a really great job doing research and like digesting it for the audience and sharing it. Like, I think that you, you do a really good job of that. Some podcasts I listen to not so much, but you do a really (laughs) good job at it. And like, you can tell that you actually are really interested in it and that helps engage the audience. Like, I think you do a great job, man. And uh, yeah, so it's called let's start a cult. I think everybody should check it out. Yeah. Join the cult as I say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and uh, how could they join the cult? How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you well, any on uh, Twitter or Instagram, just uh, type in the handle let's underscore cult, or you can email me at startacultpodcast.com or at gmail.com. 
And uh, yeah, those are the main spots. We have a Facebook page and stuff like that. Um, yeah, those are, those are the main places you can get a hold of me or just subscribe and listen if you want to. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to say thank you to the Jazz June for the use of the song Viva La Speed Metal off of the album The Medicine. It's some really good rock and roll music. Uh, I believe they call it emo rock, which don't let that put you off. It's actually really good. I promise. It's helped me through some hard times through my life and uh, they're a really great band. You should find a way to support them. They're wonderful. I also want to say thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of the song Unity, which you can find on youtube it's some fun bubbly edm music that also represents kind of a a period of my life so you guys should check that out we use it to bring us in and out of the ad spots and close every episode if you want to email me you can email me discdumppod at gmail.com that's d-i-s-c-d-u-m-p-p-o-d at gmail.com don't forget that little pp in there it's important on twitter i'm at the disc dump instagram disc dump podcast again don't forget the PP. And if you type in Disc Dump Podcast on Facebook, there's all kinds of good stuff on there. There's a group. I suggest joining the group. I put a bunch of stupid memes in there. Alrighty, Josh, what do you want to recommend to the audience? Uh, this one's probably a little late to the party, but uh, I just watched it uh, a couple months ago. But the watch, the Watchmen on HBO. Oh, so good! One of the best shows I've, I've watched in a while. It's dark and it's got the perfect uh, mix of action and mystery and you kind of never know where the story is going to go and it brings it all together really really nicely it's a great contrast to suicide squad (laughs) it's exactly (laughs) the opposite of suicide squad (laughs) yeah and actually it's got a lot of a lot of history in there too so for any history uh, nerds out there who want to learn a bit more about uh, america's dark history that's uh it's definitely a good one to, to check out for sure and we did a whole episode about that i think it's episode 14 so definitely check that out too (laughs) well i mean not everybody believe me when i say not everybody has listened to the bear catalog (laughs) but thank you for doing this with me man no i appreciate you having me it was fun to just chill and roast uh (laughs) roast a billion dollar company for making a shitty movie awesome man all right well audience take it easy until next week bye bye now